What is up, everyone? Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. This is Primetime, and it is presented to you by Freeman Mazda. That is right. I'm excited to announce the first channel-wide sponsor for ADC Sports Dallas. Thank you to the guys over at Freeman Mazda for making this possible. I will tell you more about them in a bit, but I'm excited to share that with you. And hey, I'm excited to work with Freeman Mazda. So shout out to them and we will talk more about them in a few moments here in the show. I was excited to share that with you. Channel wide backing ADC Sports Dallas. So that's got to be exciting. But tonight, what is up? Shout out to YouTube audience, the Facebook audience as well. And hey, The biggest misconception for the Dallas Cowboys. That is what we will talk about tonight. But also make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys articles and more Mavericks articles. adcsports.com slash Dallas. Putting out content daily, by the way. And that also has been very, very exciting. But anyways, what is the biggest misconception As we head into 2022, and still a long way to go, of course, but hey, little by little, people are going to start talking about this a lot more. And what I'm talking about is the strength of schedule, because since the Cowboys won the division, and since they will face in 2022, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl, that is the LA Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals, There is this idea floating around that the Cowboys' strength of schedule in 2022 will be more difficult than in 2021 and that it will be one of the biggest challenges for the Cowboys next year. And honestly, that doesn't seem to be the case when we take a look at it more carefully. And if you take a look at the Cowboys' opponents, actually, according to strength of schedule based on win-loss record from... 2021, the Cowboys actually have the easiest schedule in the entire league. So we're not talking about one of the easiest or or something like that. No, this is the easiest schedule in the league based on opponents' win-loss record from 2021. Now, of course, that is definitely not the one measure that we want to consider for strength of schedule. More on that later. But hey, Look at the the opponents for the Dallas Cowboys. They've got games against the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, the Detroit Lions, the Minnesota Vikings, the Chicago Bears. Nine of the Cowboys' 17 opponents in 2022, and this is including, of course, division opponents, finished with a losing record in 2021. Nine of the Cowboys' 17 opponents. Now, granted, if you take a look at at those road games, there are some concerns. You've got a trip to Green Bay, a trip to the LA Rams, and we'll discuss this more in depth in a moment here. And of course, a game against the Titans for Tennessee, and then home games versus the Tampa Bay Bucks, which not really that, you know, concern, uh, not that high of a concern without Tom Brady in the picture. And of course, the Cincinnati Bengals, and I put an asterisk next to them because that would be the 17th game. You know, by rule, how that works. This is the extra game that the Cowboys will play at home. 
And hey, it's versus the Cincinnati Bengals. So a little bit of bad luck there for the Cowboys. However, in general, they are the 32nd team in the league in terms of strength of schedule. And this brings us, ladies and gentlemen, to the first question of the show. And I will put that in the chat over there at Facebook and YouTube. Is the strength of schedule a big deal? Small deal or no deal? Do you think it is an overrated stat or an underrated stat? Let me know your thoughts. I will let you know mine. But before I do that, let me talk to you about our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Because the ride of the week, and we will be doing this weekly. This is the new segment. The ride of the week is the Mazda tree. You can check it out on freemanmazda.net. Starting at 9,700 used and new vehicles over there at Freeman Mazda and the Mazda tree comes at a very affordable price. It's got Apple CarPlay. That guys, it is a game changer. If we are being real, I can tell you that the Apple CarPlay feature, it is a game changer. Or of course, the Android Auto as well. It's got blind spot monitoring and a backup camera. So check it out over at freemanmazda.net. And hey, check your Freeman price starting at 9700 quite affordable. So thank you to the guys over at Freeman Mazda. Let's see some of your answers for strength of schedule. No deal, overrated, says Chuck. Uh, burner account goes with no deal. Dallas will choke in the games against legit contenders, which is always the concern, of course. That looks, as Joel Wilson, like a pretty tough schedule. Uh, Gregory says a small deal. Stephen White says overrated. It is a 500 league. Uh, Peter Riso, small deal. Let's see. Robert Chuk says no deal. The competition changes every year in the NFL. And I will go with the second part of Robert's answer, actually, because my answer is small deal. Because I think that strength of schedule has always been this super overrated stat. Because even within a season, a team, the team that you face in September might be a way different team in December. And you can even take the Dallas Cowboys as an example of it. If you were discussing the 2021 Dallas Cowboys in October, you would have gone, hey, they're a legit threat in the NFC and that they're one of the best offenses in the entire league. By December or January, that conversation might have shifted a little bit because the Cowboys ended up being this team that we really didn't know about. We didn't really know what the level of the offense was. We knew what it could be because we saw that in the first couple of months of the season. But then we had a lot of different doubts about Kellen Moore's offensive unit, right? So even within a season, it goes changing, right? I will say that the win-loss the win-loss based strength of schedule, when you measure it by last year's numbers, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I like more. I, I like better the the alternative of going with strength of schedule measured by projected projected wins. However, even in the NFL, where the betting markets are crazy and the opening odds for next Super Bowl are opened the same night the current Super Bowl ends, even though that is the case, there is no denying. That right now, there are not projected wins out there. So you cannot measure it by that. But hey, I will share with you a little bit of comedy. And I will share you the opponent's 
once again in the screen. So you have the home games for the Cowboys and the away games. And here's a bit of comedy. The Cowboys are the 32nd team in strength of schedule in the league. Actually, they are tied at 31st. So there are two teams that are tied. But the final four teams in strength of schedule for 2022, based on previous year records, are number 29, the New York Giants, number 30, the Philadelphia Eagles, and then tied at 31st, you've got the Dallas Cowboys and you've got the Washington Commanders. So if this is an advantage for the Cowboys, it is so from a conference standpoint. It really doesn't give them a lot of, you know, a big enough edge within the NFC East because the bottom four teams in strength of schedule will be the, the, the Giants, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Commanders. I don't know, now that I think about it, that could be like a very common thing to happen in the NFL because it's got a lot to do with, with which divisions you are going to face, including the one from the opposing conference. And in this case, it's the AFC South that makes the Cowboys schedule a little bit easier, right, than usual because you're going to face the Jaguars, you're going to face the Houston Texans, of course, the Titans are not a weak opponent. They are actually a strong one. And this is not me uh, trying to please Lumen, who is always here in the YouTube chat, rooting for the Titans, but interested in ADC Sports Dallas. Shout out to Lumen. But hey, I will go with small deal for my official answer. Joel Wilson says there's a li at least five losses there. It is interesting. And actually, the following question has something to that effect, which will be the toughest game all season, in your opinion, which will be the toughest game all season. Now, I know it's early, but since we're having a scheduled discussion, I thought maybe we could, you know, earn the right to get a bit ahead of ourselves here and look at the opponents. Which, to you, is the toughest game of the season? There's plenty of candidates, I believe, like, you could go with the Packers as long as Aaron Rodgers remains in Green Bay in 2022. Now, if he leaves the Packers, though, then the Cowboys schedule gets even, even easier, right? You've got the Titans as well as Lumen. The Titans could be, uh, if they get on a roll like they did in 2021, the Cincinnati Bengals, they were in the Super Bowl after all, and hey, facing Joe Burrow definitely does not sound like fun. Uh, I would not include the Tampa Bay Bucs since Brady is out of the picture. Ali Marpet retired today. And by the way, I think that impacts indirectly maybe uh, the Cowboys. I will talk more about that tomorrow night. <coughs> the Rams, to me, feel like the answer for this one. Hector Orozco went with Green Bay. Shout out to Hector. Uh, Rams burner accounts. Yes. The Rams at Samuel Rowe. Yeah, I, I would go with the Rams as well. I know that they are, and they're not in cap hell, by the way. Just a small parenthesis here. A pet peeve of mine for the 2022 offseason is people calling the Rams situation cap hell. I don't think that is the case at all. I don't know what you guys think. The Saints are in cap hell when they have gone through several restructures and they are still about $50 million over the cap. Now, that is cap hell. I don't think that being more or less $20 million over the cap is cap hell for the Rams. 
they can kick the can at least for another year and try to make another run at it in 2022. Uh, the Colts at home, says Gregory. Hey, this is a candidate for sure if the Colts find a quarterback, which remains to be seen. So maybe we were talking about Aaron Rodgers potentially not being in Green Bay if he's traded, for example, to the Colts, where, well, you're going to face him uh, at least. Of course, it's not the same facing him within the NFC that has a more significant, uh, well, you know, impact in your tiebreakers deep into the season. But Gregory is onto something there. The Colts are one of the most complete rosters in the NFL. Uh, Robert Chuck says, let's see who the Rams are able to bring back. Von Miller is going to be a free agent. Same for OBJ. I do think that even if some of these guys walk away, uh, even on the offensive line, they've got Austin Corbett set to hit free agency, the center as well. Even if they lose some guys, I believe they have the foundation to still be legit contenders in the NFC and likely the favorites in the conference, to be honest. Uh, Hector says they will keep Rodgers. Jordan Love sucks. It's feeling more likely every time that, that we talk about this. I still don't know, though. Andrew Brandt, former Packers general manager, is still saying that he will not be back with Green Bay. I don't know. Now, I'm not sure about Jordan Love either. But <clears throat> what I do think, and, and I think this is my take based on what we've heard from Aaron Rodgers himself and the whole Packers storyline is that whenever we know, whenever we learn about where Aaron Rodgers is headed in 2022, I do think that it will be more his call than the front office. Of course, the front office wants to keep Rodgers around, maybe because they also think that Jordan Love sucks, as Hector is suggesting on Facebook. But maybe that doesn't matter at the end of the day if Aaron wants out of Green Bay. Interesting storyline. I know it's one of those storylines that maybe we're getting tired about it, but it's still pretty damn interesting. I still want to figure out what will happen with the Aaron Rodgers storyline. And I would love to see him in the Indianapolis Colts. I would absolutely love to see him with the Colts and, of course, with the Broncos, but more than anything in Indianapolis. I would love to see... Aaron Rodgers joined forces with Frank Reich and, of course, Chris Ballard and everything that they have going on on, on, on Indy. Burner Account, thank you for the comment and your donation. I appreciate it. Burner Account says, So are we going to bring back our whole underachieving staff, publicly chain players, claim cap hell? To be fair, I don't know that the Cowboys are claiming cap hell. <laughs> you know, the other ones, I don't know about the underachieving staff and all of that, but we are going to get better. What could go wrong? Ah, it's a tough life being the Cowboys fans because we know that the Cowboys are not going to be that aggressive in free agency, right? So basically, like Burner Account might be pointing out, you are banking on, on continuity. Being the Cowboys, one thing that ends up working for them in 2022. And I know for a fact that we don't love that being the main biggest factor in the offseason, but it might be. 
if the Cowboys are not aggressive in free agency, which they are super likely not to be, no one would bet on them to be, because they have not shown us that for years and years and years. So I see what Burner account is trying to say. Uh, Hector says Pittsburgh, if Rodgers goes anywhere, I would also like to see him in Pittsburgh. Oh, Clay Cobb saying that Rodgers with Washington. Clay Cobb doesn't care. He wants the QB battles in the NFC East. Uh, I think Wilson will be the Colts' next quarterback, says Gregory. Who? Russell Wilson, another player that could be on the move around the NFL. Burner account says, go on Pat McAfee's show, Mo. Ask AR12. Hey, listen, Pat McAfee is one of my idols for sure. And not, not really from a sportscaster point of view. And I love his show. I have a lot of fun watching it. Uh, but just the way he lives life. I, I really admire that from him. And, and even Jeff Cavanaugh, you know, in Dallas, him living 105.3, the fan, to really dive into his YouTube channel because he said in his statement, was what energizes him. Now, all those guys that make their decisions based on what makes them happy, they've got all of my respect and I truly admire them. But hey, maybe someday burn our account. When, it, when we blow up, maybe someday. <laughs> From one to 10, this is one more question for you guys. As you can see, the Cowboys have a road game versus the LA Rams. And from 1 to 10, what do you guys think? How likely is it that the Cowboys are involved once again in a kickoff game versus the reigning, defending champions of the NFL? What do you guys think? From 1 to 10, how likely is it that the Cowboys kick off the season in L.A. facing the champions? From 1 to 10. The Cowboys were in a similar spot, you know, in 2021, had, having to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now it seems to me like the Cowboys are going to kick off the season versus the LA Rams because they are the monster ratings of the NFL. Peter Riso goes with a 9. Robert Chuck goes with a 10. Samuel Rowe also a 10. Uh, Burner accounts 7. Jared loves money and so does the NFL. Uh... And hey, Clay Cup is saying, I would love the Rams because it would be a good measuring stick. I will say this. Talking about and, and tying this together with what, what we were talking about earlier about who oh, I, I love Lumen's, you know, accuracy saying 8.78%. <clears throat> we were talking earlier about maybe not a lot of big offseason changes in the free agency market for the Cowboys and all of that. And I agree with that. The Cowboys are not going to be that aggressive in the offseason. We are not going to see any major changes to the coaching staff. Maybe we won't even see a lot of minor changes, actually. So if there's one thing that can really inject all of the hype back into the Dallas Cowboys, it's a shootout versus the LA Rams. And not necessarily an offensive shootout, but just a close game versus the Rams to kick off the season. That's basically what happened for the Cowboys and the, uh, uh, in, in 2021. We were dealing with all of the hype surrounding the team headed into week one. And then 
even though the Cowboys lost, the fact that they went toe-to-toe versus Tom Brady and company, we were like, oh, wait a minute, the Cowboys might be for real. And we might be in a similar spot come week one in 2022. Uh, I will go with a nine, honestly. I will go with a nine, maybe an eight, maybe not to get you know crazy with it. I will go with an eight. Because I also took a look at the Rams' opponents that could be... Because you know that the Rams are going to kick off the season. That's the way it works around the NFL. The champions get to play the first Thursday night. Um, I, I think that the only time recently that that didn't happen was when the NFL was celebrating its 100th anniversary and they had the classic rivalry between the Bears and the Packers. That was the exception, and that was the reason for the exception. However, you know it's going to be the Rams, and I think that the possibilities to open up the season would be the Cowboys, of course, because of the ratings and all of that. The San Francisco 49ers, maybe, because they're the divisional rival. They faced each other in the conference game, in the conference title game. Uh, I don't know if Trey Lance being potentially the 49ers starting quarterback when the season gets here, I don't know if that plays against their odds of being the kickoff versus the Rams. The fact that, hey, the NFL maybe doesn't want an inexperienced quarterback in the kickoff. And also it could be the Buffalo Bills. And from a neutral standpoint, that might be the most attractive option because of how the Bills season ended as well with that tremendous shootout versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, let's see. Burner account says, Mo went toe-to-toe with Tampa, with Tampa Bay and did that and did what when it was time to close the game. Oh, lose, of course. We know how it, how it ended. Uh, just making a point of what the storyline could be when we get to, the, to week one of the 2022 season. Uh, let's see. Jason Todd went with a 10 Robert Chook says the star gets all the ratings. Someone told me over the weekend that someday the Cowboys were going to stop being the ratings monster that they are. I'm not sure that will happen, to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure it will happen. <laughs> it took the same 26-year L, says Burner Account. That was the answer to Burner Account's uh, question. <laughs> Yeah, difficult not to be frustrated right now. TC on drum says, I think last year's team could beat the Rams in the regular season. Don't know what 22 team will look like, but either way, I have no confidence in postseason. We cannot coach beyond that. Yeah, the Cowboys are going to count on being more or less the same team that they were in 2021, at least in terms of the roster. Once again, it will come down to hoping, in my opinion, that the coaching is way better than it was in 2021. Unfortunately, you need to get the same coaches to change some of this stuff that they did. More than anyone, I would say uh, Kellen Moore, of course. You want Kellen Moore to figure things out and you want him to, to get rid of the bad stuff. In his coaching. Because we know there's good stuff. We know that. That is a fact that we have been able to witness. With our own eyes. But we need that to hold up. Throughout the entire regular season. 
What is up, Kenneth Fraser, joining the show a bit late. But hey, Kenneth, remember, if you want to catch up, uh, you can watch the replay, of course. And also, shout out to the podcast audience who are always listening on Spotify, iTunes. If you are, do me a favor, uh, 10-second favor, because that's what it would take you. Uh, just leave a five-star review if you are listening on Spotify or iTunes. That helps us a lot. And for those of you who are watching live on Facebook and YouTube, uh, leave a like, subscribe to the channel, and share the stream with your friends and let them know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. But anyways, guys, that will be it for me tonight. This was ADC Sports Dallas Primetime brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Check out freemanmazda.net and also check out adcsports.com slash Dallas for more Cowboys content and for more Mavericks content. And guys, I was excited to share the news with you that we have a new sponsor and it is a channel-wide sponsor for ADC Sports Dallas. Uh, I'm excited about it. So thank you guys for your support. Leave a like. Thank you guys. I will see you tomorrow as always, 8 p.m. Central. And I will see you tomorrow night. Thank you guys.